And just like that, we are live once again. Welcome back to Disco Inferno, the podcast. Logan, how we doing? We, as always, are doing great. It's good to be back. Um, and thank you guys for coming back and listening. This will be a fun one. I want to tell the audience real quick what just happened because roadblocks do come up. We started a little intro and I was just fumbling it left and right. I was tripping over my words. I didn't know what to say. This hasn't really been an issue since we started the podcast. We kind of just get things flowing, but I was just struggling. So I was like, all right, time out. We, we got to start this over. We got to get things going. Logan put on a little pop smoke to get the vibes right. And just like that, we're back. Yeah. Sometimes ready to rip. Mercury's in retrograde and you yeah. have to account for that and adjust. So that's what we're doing here. It happens. It happens. <clears throat> but anyways, welcome back to the next episode. And then I do want to give you guys a little bit of a heads up on a couple things. One, I was just explaining on the previous recording that if you hear a little in the background, it's because we are in the heat of summer. We have the AC fully cranking. You know, it's hot. We're going to keep the AC on. If it sounds weird, I apologize, but these things happen and we're going to keep rolling with it and we're going to keep rocking and doing our thing. So that's little heads up number one heads up number two i mentioned in the last episode that we are planning on doing an episode with nice laura from double date number two we are still planning on doing that episode but she had some scheduling conflicts on her end of the spectrum so we decided we'll push that back make sure that we can find a time that works for her as well as that works for us and when it happens it happens but we do plan on getting after it with her having a great episode but that will come hopefully next week. We'll see. But anyways, those are really the only heads up that I got going on. So we decided, let's get back to the double dates. I know you guys have been looking for a nice double date episode coming. It's been a little while since we've had one. Logan, any thoughts before we dive into it? Um, no, I think the only thoughts are really that at this point, we are getting pretty far removed from these double dates. So... Um, Sam and I were doing a little, a little brainstorming, reviewing, uh, our, our notes from the, the evening to, uh, make sure we get all the, the best parts of these dates in here for you guys. And, um, I mean, there's no point in teasing. We may as well jump right in, huh? Let's do it. We're true professionals out here. We knew this was going to happen. So we're like, we got to make sure we get all the intricate details right now so that we can talk about it on the podcast. Exactly. We're, you're not messing with rookies out here. We're fully fledged into the thick of it so yeah here we go so double date number three we did get a third double date but let's tell you how we got it and then we'll tell you about everything and anything in between that happened so of course i was ripping the hinge as usual and we got to the point so the double date number two had happened on a thursday okay and I was talking with, I was going back and forth with this one girl, nothing crazy, just kind of being silly on the app like we normally would be. And this girl was very intrigued on going on a double date. And she was like, hey, we filled out the vibe check. We want to go on a double date. So we're like, okay, let's take a look at the vibe check. Let's see what these girls are talking about. At this point, we had over 100 people that filled out the vibe check. So of course we're not taking everyone on a date, but you know, we still like to read them, see who might be good potential, who might not be. So Logan pulled up the vibe check. Let's see what they ended up saying. Yeah. And if I recall correctly, this was, um, 
you know, this was just one of our, our late night. We were scrolling through the latest responses. You know, Sam and I were like, yeah, these people might be good. These might not. And then we got to these ones. And so here we go. Uh, our two lovely ladies. That Can you get on. a little closer to the mic for the oh, people? Yeah, 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 for the people. There we go. Sorry. I'm trying to read from my laptop. Multitasking and, out here. And be in the mic at the same time. And it's not going that well. But anyways, so today... Date no, double date number three. We'll be going with, um, you know, their their quasi names here. Alias, of, yeah, the aliases of Vicky and Leslie. So Miss shout Vicky out Vicky and Leslie and Miss Leslie. Let's get that's it. right. Let's do it. So Sam originally matched with Vicky. This is correct on the app. Okay, so they were the ones going back and forth, and we were watching as responses came through, and a name popped up that we actually had not heard of or matched with and we were like interesting what is this and so that was leslie so sam sent the vibe check to vicky who then sent it to leslie who is the friend that she wanted to bring with her and leslie must have been excited about this one because she responded before before vicky did um and we caught that when we realized that you know who's who's your as you recall Question number two is, who is the name of the friend you're going to bring? And we connected the dots. And, and sure enough, um, we said, all right, let's see what they're about. Yep, yep. And here goes. Starting off with Leslie, who submitted before her dear friend, Vicky. Yeah. So this is the friend, not the person that we matched with. Correct. Um, question one. If you were to go to a concert, which of the following would you most likely attend? Leslie went with Kesha. Whoa. Talk about power Whoa. moves. I mean, TikTok on the clock. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we're we're looking at you know Drake, Calvin Harris, Ariana Grande, you know NBA Young Boy. Everyone's surprised when they don't hit that one. But Kesha's kind of a you know that's interesting. She was a sleeper in terms of the vibe check. Not many people chose Kesha, so this was definitely just an interesting little tidbit of information. Yep. Uh, question number two: If you had to binge watch a TV show all day long, which of the following would you watch? And Leslie selected. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. Triple D. Let's the, go. A sleeper favorite, if you remember from uh, when we did the vibe check uh, review. Uh, question number three. If we were to get a puppy that looks like this, cute, cute Rottweiler puppies, mm -hmm. what would you choose as the name? Went with Franklin. Uh, Go-to karaoke song. Response. I want a duet and I want it to be Summer Nights from Greece. But if I'm alone, I supposed Womanizer by Britney Spears will do. I'm not a big Grease guy. Womanizer by Britney. Great choice. You're a womanizer, <laughs> baby. You do you. I haven't heard that in a long, long time. At time um, of recording, it's the big free Britney phase right now. Oh, yeah, that's right. I actually have seen that flying around on uh, my news feed. I don't know the specifics of it, but hey, I guess people want a free Britney. So. Hashtag free Britney. You heard it here. Not first because we didn't hear it. <laughs> so anyways, uh, celebrity crush. Now this, this is where things start to get interesting. Aladdin in parentheses, the animated version. I didn't remember this until right now. I completely forgot about this. <laughs> oh my goodness. What a celebrity crush. I mean, wow. A whole new world. I mean, listen, he's got a nice whip. That carpet, that thing oh, flies, yeah. man. You know? Bro, and he gets to hang out with the genie. I mean, talk about potential right there. Genie in a bottle. Is that another Britney Spears song? That's, who is that? Uh, What's her name? 
blanking. It starts with Christina Aguilera. Ah, great song. Great song. Great song. Also, Christina Aguilera is very good. Yeah, but she's great. I'm mixing up my, you know, early 2000s pop stars. They, they were, you know, head to head during that early 2000s period. Anyways, let's keep continuing. Moving on. We can talk about Christina Aguilera and Britney another time. Exactly. Uh, tell us something interesting about yourselves. I have an Australian barista certification so I can whip us up some fancy cappuccinos. Smiley face. That's a very good, interesting fact. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. I feel like it would be, it's kind of like if you were a bartender, um, except this is something everyone can drink. Exactly. So, and the fact that it was Australian, that adds a question mark to it. Yep. That is a good point. I didn't really think about that, but so anyways, little tidbits that we could use on the date. Yep. Um, they were looking for dinner and drinks or down for whatever, prefer to meet up on weekends. And here we go. Little bomb. I'm moving to New York city soon. So we got to make this happen quick. I saw this, not going to lie, when I read that, I did not put the pedal to the metal. I saw that, I was like, you know, if it happens, it happens, but I'm not going to go out of my way to get things going, you know, so. Right, right. So now, that was Leslie. Let's scroll over to Vicky, who submitted shortly after. Miss Vicky, hello. And so here we go, Vicky. Um, if you were to go to the concert, who would it be? Chose Harry Styles. No surprises. Not surprising at all. Question number two. Binge watching the TV show. Keeping up with the Kardashians. Also not a surprise. Not surprising. Name of the puppy. Franklin. Two Franklins. I wonder if they... I can't remember if they said they did this together or not. I don't think they did. I don't think they did because um, Vicky, when she filled out potential names of who you might bring, she said, Leslie, in parentheses, she's filling this out right now. Okay, gotcha. Um... And it turns out that they don't li- like they don't live together. They live in different towns. So we'll, we'll explain this. Unlikely that they were together, but moving on. Um, Go to karaoke song. Anything from Mamma Mia. I think did I talk about this in another episode where I'm not big on. I don't think you whole... did. I think you have told me separately, though, because I remember you saying there was one of these like I'm not big on ABBA. Yeah. ABBA. However you say it. I kind of like Dancing Queen. Dancing Queen's not bad. Dancing Queen's is heat. You heard it here. Dancing (laughs) Queen, young and sweet. I think that's the word. Only 17. Yeah. Yeah, I can get down to that. I'm there. And now we roll into Celebrity Crushes. Oh, let's go. I tell you what, they kept it interesting on the Celebrity Crush responses. Gave us a list. Dev Patel. Justin Baldoni, in parentheses, the hot guy in Jane the Virgin. Don't know what Jane the Virgin is, but... I don't either. I think it's a TV show. It might be a movie. Regardless, I've never seen it, and that's not helping me identify that man. Um, And lastly, uh, Kiera Knightley. Mm, Interesting. Those are three names that I don't know. You don't know Kiera Knightley? She sounds from... It's a she, right? She was in Pirates of the Caribbean. She's like Orlando Bloom's love interest. I forget what the characters' names are. Okay, if I'm thinking of the right one, she's very good looking. Yeah, she is. Okay, but that's a good I, response. I think we looked this up because I don't remember who the second guy is. I think they're both Indian guys. If I'm not, they are mistaken. Yeah, I mean, so we've got Aladdin and Aladdin. <laughs> yikes, Aladdin, um, and two Indian guys, and just 
not that it's like that big a deal or anything, but these two young ladies are neither of them are Indian or of you know Indian descent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just in- interesting to see. Yeah. So it was it was surprising, and that definitely when Sam and I were talking about these responses, that was definitely something that came up, and we we're like, this is interesting. We might need to hear more about this. I was also telling Logan, so Dev Dev Patel, he's an actor. I'm very picky when it comes to actors and their performances. And I gave Logan the rundown on Dev Patel. And I think I told you that Dev Patel gets my official thumbs up because he is a great actor. So shout out Dev Patel. And that's coming from uh, a man with some acting experience. So yes, not yes. not an entirely untrained eye right there. You know, I, I appreciate good acting when I see it. And he is a great actor. So. Mm-hmm. All right. And so those were the celebrity crushes. And moving on to tell us something interesting about yourselves. Um, Vicky says, since my family's from the Netherlands, I speak Dutch so I can teach you a couple words. I'm also a massive foodie and would die for anything Mexican, Japanese, or Chinese in terms of food. Interesting stuff. Good to know. Um And then any other relevant info? Uh, Vicky actually gave us a little bit more detail on the Leslie situation. Said, Leslie is moving to NYC in two weeks, but she's my only single friend. So, snowman, is that called, what do they call that when it's not the emoji? It's just like out of keyboard emoticon? I have no idea. All right. It's the guy that's going like this. Emoticon, Decepticon. He looks like a snowman. (laughs) Anyways... Also left her phone number. They both left their phone numbers and uh, Vicky said, hit my line. And I remember we were talking about this and I texted Sam and I said, these girls only have two weeks. Should we just, I mean, they seem to want it. Should we, should we give them the offer for the double date? And we had both of their phone numbers and this was like at 11 PM on some weeknight. I don't remember. (laughs) And Sam said, all right, full send. I'm going to start the group chat. And so instead of, you know, texting individually or anything like that. Sam decided for us, we're just going to cut straight to the chase and uh, drop this offer on them. So should I, should I read them? I think I should read them the... Uh, yeah, read them the text. I While Logan pulls that up, we I got a brand new phone that we're recording it with, this uh, whole video thing. So I'm just going to see real quick if it's still recording because we had some issues in the past with it stopping recording. But let me just check it out real quick while Logan enlightens the people. All right. So, for those of you who have the most uh, impressive memories of the bunch, you might remember the way Sam kind of formatted our um, our messages to the girls that we matched with on the dating app, um, and he used a similar format for this text. And so, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read it to you. Starts it out. Vicky and Leslie. Next text. I hope you two ladies are having an absolutely lovely night. Next text. This is Sam from the Logan and Sam combo on Hinge. Logan is also in this group text. No man left behind. Next message. Was doing some late night read throughs of the vibe check, and we must say that we were very impressed and intrigued with your responses. Next message. And more importantly, it seems that time is of the essence. So with that being said, we would love to treat you two ladies to a great night out and about in Boston in the very near future. Let us know how that sounds and we can go from there. This was 
on a Tuesday night at 11 p.m. Can I jump in real quick? Absolutely. I'm going to be completely honest. I have usually a decent memory. I don't remember any of this. Wow. So. (laughs) Well, I do because I was I was dying. I thought this was hilarious. And so believe it or not, you know, a lot of times we've talked about it before. A lot of girls on the app are kind of flaky. You know, they'll dodge mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they fill out the vibe check. They think it's funny. And then they're like, ah, I wouldn't actually do this. And then they ghost us or something like that. They're five, seven and five, six. You know, it, you know how it goes. Right. They realize that they're only like two inches shorter than us. And they say, um, that's not going to work. And it's like, <laughs> OK, sorry. You know, I guess we'll have to, you know, try again, put some heels on, do something. <laughs> um, anyways, within 10 minutes, we had a reply from Leslie wow, this is truly an honor. Yes, we're a bit crunched for time. Um, and I think, unfortunately, the only day I'm free is Saturday. <laughs> I, I forgot about this. This is funny. <laughs> Sam replies and says, hmm, interesting. Leslie replies, thoughts, question mark, question mark, agree, question mark, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam and I are dying. We're like, what does this even mean? Thoughts, agree, like, I don't know what to reply to that. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, we start going back and forth a little bit. The idea of a Sunday brunch was thrown out. Um, We were kind of confused because we weren't sure. We knew that uh, she had two weeks before she moved. And we were like, does that mean it's this Saturday? Is that next Saturday? Um, She just kept saying thoughts agree. (laughs) Like, okay. Um, And yeah, so we kind of... We kind of get into it a little. Well, not really get into it. The The conversation pretty much runs out there and we're like, all right, we'll, you know, you know, talk, get, talk to Vicky on the, on your side, Sam and I, or yeah, Sam and Logan will talk and then we'll, we'll reconvene. Um, and then we heard that Saturday would also work for Vicky. And so Sam and I, uh, checked with our executive assistants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to hire interns maybe. Not really, but we need some though. Yeah, we could use them. If you're looking to do free work for uh, the podcast, definitely hit us up. I got a lot of good ideas, but we need some, uh, we need some manpower behind it. Exactly. Or women power. We need bodies. Exactly. Smart, smart, able-bodied people. Yes. Um, Okay. And then, so the next day they confirmed that the upcoming Saturday was the night to do it. And we said, all right, full send. And we went from there. Exactly. That's how it went. And to put this into perspective a little bit, I don't think if there was a time crunch, I would have really pursued this as hard as we did. Just because they put the time crunch on there, it made it a little bit of a challenge. I was like, all right, you know what? They're down to do it. They say, this is the one night we can do it. Let's get after it. So in my head, I'm like, okay, you know, they're putting it out there. Ball is in our court. When the ball's in my hands, you got to shoot your shot. So let's do it. Yep. And I do want to add on, there was one part of this I forgot. So Leslie was throwing out the thoughts agree and Sam threw it right back in her face. And he said, "Um, we'll check back in the AM. If we do Saturday, it'll have to be kind of a late one because he was working. And then Sam kind of kicked it to me. He goes, Logan, question mark, thoughts, (laughs) question mark, agree, question mark. (laughs) Oh, God. The opportunity was there. You just had to. It was honestly, that was, that was kind of like, I could see some girls being like, okay, he's an asshole. Like, never mind, we're not doing this, but sure enough, 
we made it happen. You got to have a little bit of edge to you, like I've said many times in the past. So yeah, there we go. Saturday comes around. We're ready to rip on this double date. And like Logan said, I was working and I work kind of weird hours. So I work on the weekends and I normally don't get out until 7 or 8 p.m. During this time of year, it was 7 p.m., which meant, you know, if I went home, showered and everything like that, I probably was leaving around 7.30, which means I would get up to Logan's place around 9 o'clock. So we told them originally, aim for 9 o'clock. So they booked a 9 o'clock reservation at the one and only Yard House over in Fenway. Have you ever been to Yard House before? I have not. I had never even actually heard of it. I had been around Fenway a bunch, but I, I don't really know... The restaurants around there. Yeah, I've walked by it a few times. I think it's I think it's a chain, but beats me. Aside from that, we've never been to Yard House, so we're like, okay, cool. So I text them when I get out of work. I'm like, all right, I just got out. We're heading up. Should be there nine o'clock ish. Okay. Then I get to Logan's place, and it's a pretty quick turnaround because it's already getting close to nine o'clock. So I pull into the driveway. Logan's pretty much ready to go. We put Disco Inferno on in the car to hype us up, and we start heading towards Fenway timing's looking great and everything like that we shoot him over a text like hey we're on our way and we're driving because once again we don't want another uber situation because boston and the whole uber situation was a mess at that point in time yep so we're driving over to fenway and then at this point of course because i was driving i was not looking at my phone but logan was going back and forth over text trying to see what everything was looking like And I think they said something along the lines of, okay, we got a table. It's going to be a 30 minute wait, which was perfect timing for us because it was going to take us like 20 minutes to get there. Who knows about parking? The whole, you know, the whole thing. And then maybe five minutes later, we get a text from them saying, oh, our table's ready. We're going to go sit down. We're like, oh boy, it's time to put the wheels on because not only is the table ready, but this is back when the covered restrictions were pretty heavy. You only have 90 minutes from the time you sit down to the time you're allowed to leave. So, you know, it it probably was going to take us at least 20 minutes before we got there. We had to get cooking. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, but we, I had been texting them. So they knew, they knew our timing situation and they had just said, you know, when you get here, we'll be at the table waiting for you. So, um, yeah, then we, we pulled up. Luckily parking was free that night. Parking was free and there was nobody out at all. Like we said, covid nothing yeah going still on. like still pretty intense covid restrictions masks everywhere like sam said 90 minute table uh limits um and yeah so then i think we showed up and then i shot them the text when we were walking over bachelor's incoming yes and, sir uh, yes sir so they were on the lookout for us and then we showed up to the restaurant yeah so this is where things start getting interesting it got interesting literally right when we walked in so we walk in we go to the hostess table And there's a hostess standing there. And of course, you know, this isn't their real name, but we check in. We're like, okay, we're looking for a table under the name of Vicky. And I'm looking at the lady and I notice on her name tag, her name is Vicky. And I can't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure she said something like, oh, yeah, that's my table. Something like silly like that. (laughs) We're like, haha, you know, funny, funny. Uh, She's named Vicky. She's named Vicky. We're looking for Vicky. You know, we're we're just having fun. Yep. And then she's like, all right, uh, they're going to be in the back. So we just head towards the back without the hostess. And it's kind of a big spot. So there's like this indoor section and there's this outdoor section and there's this like in between section. We don't know what these girls look like. So we're out there kind of looking around and I could have asked a server or something like, hey, where is Vicky sitting? But 
we like to push the comfort level, like I said. So we're kind of scouting the perimeter, looking for two lovely ladies that could be waiting for two lovely young men. Exactly. So our only information really was they're out. Ba- they're sitting outside in the back. Yep. So we reached this like kind of like indoor outdoor area. It was outside enough that I would consider it outside. It was definitely outside. And there were these two girls that were sitting at a table. So I walk up to them and I'm like, are either of you Vicky? They're just kind of looking at us and looking back and forth at each other. They're like, yeah, I'm Vicky, but I don't think this is the right Vicky that you're looking for. I'm I'm just standing there. I'm like, uh, <laughs> you, you looking for Sam or Logan? They're like, nope. <laughs> I'm just like, well, this is interesting. Not only are we looking for a Vicky, but the hostess happens to be named Vicky. And the girl that we happen to walk up to is named Vicky. And of course, Vicky, like I said, is not her real name, but... Her actual name is a very uncommon name for the most part. Right. That's actually why we selected Vicky, because it's like not un- it's not uncommon, I wouldn't say. But right. I don't like I don't know any Vickies. Exactly. Right? I don't know any Vickies either. And same with uh, her actual name. Like we just it, it's kind of un- it's like a nickname. So it, it's kind of like unique. Not many people have it. And there we go. Hostess Vicky. Random girls we walk up to, which they they had nothing in front of them at the table, too. And it was actually it was really dimly lit back there. Yeah. So obviously we had been able to see Vicky's hinge profile photos. Yep. But like it was so dim. A lot of people are wearing masks and stuff. So you're out back and there's two girls sitting there. Nothing in front of them. Looks like they just sat down and we're like, that's got to be it. Right. Walk up. Nope. Not even close. Forget about it. And then, you know, we were we were kind of embarrassed a little. Well, I don't know if embarrassed is the right word. It was just funny because we were like, you know, I was more shocked than anything. I was like, this is this is kind of weird. Right. I Especially, yeah. And I don't think you noticed that the hostess name was Vicky. I did not notice that. And then I told you that after the date. And then you're just kind of like, whoa, OK, that that's weird. Yeah. So we've got, you know, tripling up on the Vickies that night. Like something was in the air. We're, we're going to do an episode on this, but maybe a simulation moment. Maybe. Not maybe, definitely. Definitely a simulation moment. It was very weird. But anyways, we scurried off into the other outdoor section. We're looking around and we're like, all right, those two have to be them. But I think this time I checked in with a waiter real quick, real quick. And I was like, hey, is that Vicky by chance? They're like, yep, yep. So we walk on over and there they are. They're sitting at a nice little high top. It's um, a little cold out, but they got all the heaters all yeah, around big so. space heaters they're actually pretty nice yeah they were very nice and we walk up there and immediately they're both big ball of energy yeah they were they were high energy as soon as we as soon as we started walking up they yep. knew they knew it was us yeah you know? they were they seemed very excited to see us as well which is always a great sign yeah it's good because obviously on these double dates they're blind you don't want to walk in there and have someone that's like really quiet and all of a sudden, it's tough to get the conversation going. It's tough to keep it going once you start it. It can just get really awkward really quickly if uh, if you don't execute. And fortunately, it looked like we were in a situation where they were going to be able to drive the conversation and we could we could just kind of do our thing, you know? Yep. And this was um, in terms of, you know, how we talk about the awkward side hugs and what you should or shouldn't do. They were all already sitting at the high top table. We didn't want to get down. We just kind of went over. We're like, oh, no, stay there, stay there. Like, it's fine, which also worked out great because they were very non-awkward about it. Yep. So we sit down and immediately, like we said, they're high, ener- 
they are high energy. They start hitting us with questions almost immediately. Well, first off, you know, of course, they're like, oh, my God, like, nice to see you guys. Like, who's Sam and who's Logan? Which I guess that was the first question that they asked because they didn't know who was who. Right. Which was a good sign because it yeah. meant that they pretty much had no expectations. It wasn't like one of them was sitting there like, oh, I'm I'm trying to uh, trying to, you know, see what Sam's like. He's a cute looking guy, you know, et cetera, et cetera. They pretty much it was clear that they came in no expectations, just there to have some fun. Exactly. Exactly. And then, um, yeah, so we did that whole, you know, little chit chat, whatever. But then Vicky looks over at us and she's like, all right, so. Do we just start hammering you guys with the questions right now? I look at Logan. Logan looks at me. We look at them. We're like, absolutely. I thought she was going to pull out a list. Like, it sounded like they had written these things down beforehand and was like, all right, we're going to put them through the grinder. Yeah. From the sounds of it, it sounded like they came in ready and prepped to go through who knows what. But we're like, yeah, let's let's get after it. So they started asking us some random questions. Um, I think they started off with kind of guessing where we're from. They didn't even ask where we're from. They were like, let's take a guess where these guys are from. What did they guess for you? I don't remember what they said. For Honestly, me. I don't think they might not have even guessed for me because I think they guessed for you first and that led to some conversation. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's actually, I can't remember if they just guessed or I told them to take a guess where I was from, but I said, I gave them the whole spiel how, you know, back and forth between here and Texas. And they're like, oh, we thought you were more of like a Colorado guy because what I was wearing, I had the really long hair. I was wearing a beanie. I was wearing a flannel shirt as well. So I definitely looked like a outdoorsman type of guy. They're like, oh, we thought maybe you were from like Colorado, which lo and behold, I was born in Colorado. Fun fact. So we started talking about that a little bit. I was like, yeah, you know, from the looks of it, you would not expect me from being from Texas or from the Cape, whatever. But I was indeed born in Colorado. Shout out Colorado. I've only been there once since I was born. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. well, I did live there for like my first year of my life, but don't remember anything. You don't say. I do think it had a big impact on my life, though, for sure. You think so? Yeah. I've actually never been to Colorado either. I want to go. Um, I heard Denver's pretty sweet and there's some good skiing out there. I so. was born in Boulder. Boulder. Kind, kind of a little hippie town. I feel like a lot of places out there are like that. Yeah. yeah. But so. it's it's sweet. I mean, the Rocky Mountains out there. I mean, I, I could definitely live in Colorado. Yeah. I need to make it back out there for sure. Yep. I've been trying to do a ski trip out west for a while. And by trying, I mean, I keep saying I want to do it, but I don't do it. So heard the powder hits different than Vermont. Well, that's because there's no powder in Vermont. That stinks. <laughs> but Vermont skiing is awesome. I've done it for years. But going out west, fresh powder, you know, Utah, Wyoming, Colorado, any of the above, I need to do it. Comfort challenge? Comfort challenge, yes. All right, full send. So then we start talking to them. We're like, all right, where are you two from? And of course from, I almost said her real name, from Vicky's little vibe check. She said that she speaks Dutch. So, of course, I'm like, all right, well, you speak Dutch, which means where are you from originally? So she's from, you know, the Netherlands, wherever. I forget exactly where she said somewhere over there. Yeah, I'm not I can't remember if it was just like her family was from there or like she was born there and then moved like when she was really little. I think she was born there, if I remember correctly. And then they moved to Charlestown in Massachusetts. Good old okay. Charlestown. There it is. And then they moved to Concord right after that. And then she's pretty much been in Concord 
or at least her family has been in Concord since then. And then Leslie grew up in Western Massachusetts pretty much her entire life. And they met at boarding school back in high school. That's right. That's right. That was something I didn't remember, actually. So they met in boarding school back in high school, then went separate ways for college. But then they remained very good friends. And here they are once again. And um, so Vicky was a student at a Boston school. Leslie was not. She went to school in New York, but she was living at home for the time being once COVID hit and everything like that. So they did not live together. Vicky was living in Boston. Leslie was still living in Western Mass with her parents. That's right. This was actually funny because as this is, you know, as we're talking about where everyone's from, we start hearing that Leslie actually had quite a uh, quite a trip to get up. Mm-hmm. So one was coming off, had gotten her second COVID vaccine, I think earlier in the day. Yep. Which for those of you who have had the COVID vaccine, the second shot, a lot of times you get the like some pretty significant side effects. I know when I got my second one. I was like fever, chills, sweating. Um, I felt horrible. And so to be to be shipping it up on a double date after your second vaccine is a move. I think she had loaded up, like drank tons of water, maybe taken like some Tylenol or something and was toughing it out. But then even better. So she still lived at home. This is Leslie we're talking about. Still lived at home with her parents. And. I, she didn't want to tell her parents that she was going on a double date with two random guys, like a blind double date. and From the internet. Yeah, yeah, from the internet. Let's not forget. Um, but yeah, so it was pretty fun. It, it was kind of like thinking back to like high school, if you're like going to a party or something and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going over. I'd be like, oh, I'm going over Sam's house. And then like <laughs> you go to the party and then Sam says, oh, I'm going over Logan's house, you know, kind of thing. And um, yeah, so anyways had to uh, dupe the parents into thinking that she was actually, I think, I think she might've told them that uh, they were some of Vicky's friends yes. and they were just going out in the city. Yes. That's exactly what um, she said. So I guess not a total lie because some might say that we're friends with Vicky. Right. Yeah. But we just didn't really know anything about Vicky. We had just never yep. met Vicky and had only exchanged a handful of messages. So yes, you know, so. Pretty much completely blind. But anyways, that was kind of funny. <laughs> and then to get up there, right, I think she had to take like the commuter rail and then was like navigating the T system, which it sounds like she actually wasn't in Boston a lot, even though she lived kind of like in the greater Boston area. Um, So really making all the effort to get up there. Yeah. She, she put in a lot of effort to make it happen. So that's a big shout out for her. Yeah. So we are sitting there. We're kind of talking about random chit chat. They ask about oh, how did you guys meet? How did you guys become boys? And I think one of the first questions they asked was, what's the funniest story that you guys had between you two? So we started talking about the whole spiel that we've talked about in the past on other dates. You can listen to those episodes, but pretty much, you know, how we met on the golf team, the Bahamas trip, because that's where the most exciting stuff, of course, happened. And then probably, we're probably 10 minutes into the date right now. We have this waiter named Reggie who had probably come back at least three different times up to this point. Reminder, 10 minutes in, but three different times like, oh, hey, so you guys want to order anything? Um. <laughs> and every time he came, we were like, oh, my God, sorry, we haven't looked at the menu yet. Um, or like, So we were there for dinner and drinks, right? So we figured, you know, we'll probably get like an app or two and then, and then get some drinks. And we had not even picked the menus up off of the table. And he came back, like Sam said, 
three. It was definitely more than three times. Um, and every time it was because like it was the normal double date stuff where people are asking a lot of questions early and you're not going to like not listen to them because this is the foundation of all your talking points for the mm-hmm. rest of the night. And because of that, we were not looking at the menus and Reggie, he was actually, he was, he was a very cool guy. Uh, he wasn't upset about it, but he was kind of sitting there like, Hey, you guys have a 90 minute limit and you're taking the first 30 minutes, not even putting in any food or drinks. So, (laughs) and I think you had to order food and drinks like to be able to like technically be at the restaurant, if that makes any sense because of the COVID rules. Yeah, that, that was one of the COVID rules. So you're probably right. So he he kept on coming back. He, I think eventually I just got water for the day and then, um, I forget what Logan got, but we decided as a group we should order some nachos, you know, yep. just so that Reggie didn't have to keep coming back and going back and forth. You know, shout out Reggie because we we don't want him putting his career at the yard house on the line for us knuckleheads. Yeah, exactly. And actually, um, well, so yard house is like a it's almost kind of like a brewery, rest, like brewery and restaurant combo. So they had a bunch of beers that I'd never heard of on the list. And so I was like, Reggie, my man surprise me and he actually came out with a, a very good beer i don't remember what it was called but anyways just a tidbit from the evening shout out reggie yeah so reggie goes back puts in the orders and stuff like that and we start talking about more stuff including music so we go on my whole music spiel because they're like <laughs> this is a common talking point like we said on most of the dates you go over the same stuff yep. but I hit them with the, oh, all right, take a guess what my favorite music genre is. So they're taking a guess. They have, they're, I mean, they're so out of left field with their choices. Um, they're talking about like Flume, Tame Impala, <laughs> all these random people. And I'm like, no, no. Hit them with the, you know, hardcore hip hop head. That's what I am. South Atlanta trap music specifically is my favorite subgenre, but I like pretty much all of hip hop. And then Reggie comes back and Reggie's standing there and we're talking back and forth because somehow we stumbled upon talking about concerts and whatnot. And then they were pretty intrigued with my music response. So they're like, Reggie, take a guess what this guy's favorite music is. Reggie's looking at me. He's like, I don't know, like pop music, whatever. (laughs) And then I hit him with what pretty much what I just said. And he's like, no way. I'm like, Oh yeah, you know how it is. And then he starts hitting me with the, Oh, so you, are you into like city girls and stuff of that nature? I'm like, (laughs) Reggie, my man, Act Up is such an amazing song. Not only Act Up, but their verse on the one and only Throat Baby. Oh my God. Throat Baby. (laughs) God, I remember you were playing that song in my apartment and one of my roommates really did not like it. (laughs) So I had to keep playing it for him every day for the next week. It's a very aggressive song, not for children. Yes, explicit content, not good for everyone. Hilarious song, though. Shout out City Girls, by the way. Like I said, Act Up, Fire Song, great song. I don't even know what that is. And fun fact, Lil Yachty wrote that song, which makes the song even even funnier when you're listening to it. Wow, Lil Yachty. I have not heard Lil Yachty's name in a while. Lil Boat. Lil Boat, there he is. And then Reggie started talking to us about, at this point, we got Reggie in the conversation. Because the girls were egging Reggie on. They're like, Reggie, like every time we come out, oh, my boy, Reggie, like what's yep. going on? And then finally we got Reggie into the conversation and he was telling us how 
Somehow or another, he was working with Travis Scott on the Astroworld tour. Oh, that's right. I don't know what he was doing. We should have dug more into this because yeah, we should have. Reggie was a very interesting part of this entire date because every time he came back, we'd get him in the conversation some way or another. I think he was also. So I don't know if you remember this, but since the girls were there early and Reggie was a very cool, personable guy. So they told him before we got mm-hmm. there that they were on a blind double date. And basically we're like, if we get in trouble, do you have us? And he was like, girls, I got you. They had a code word. Exactly. And so I think that's part of the reason, you know, every time they came over, like he was down to kind of stay and like talk a little bit and make sure everything was going fine, which is shout out, Reggie. What a guy. Um, But yeah, so he ended up being a huge part of that evening. (laughs) And yeah, like, like I said, I don't know how we stumbled upon into him talking about being part of like the Astro World tour or whatever. And then. Somehow I was like, if you look at Reggie, Reggie had like literally perfect skin from what you could tell. He was wearing like an Ivy Park like face mask and his hair was crazy. Like it was like it looked like it was just like shining. Like, you know, those filters on Instagram where it like shines with diamonds and stuff like that. His hair was like on point. So I was like, at the, I had the long hair, of course. I was like, Reggie, oh, yeah. my man, you got to tell me what you're doing with your hair because it's looking incredible right now. And then he starts telling me like his hair care routine and everything like that. And they stumble upon this one product, something with curls, because he had very curly hair. Diva curl. Is that what it was called? I think so. Diva curl. We'll go with that for now. And he was saying that that's how he kept his curls maintained. And then Leslie was like, oh, my God, I use diva curl. And then Reggie's like, oh, no way. So they start talking about diva curl. And then Vicky's like. You guys might want to stop using Diva Curl. <laughs> and then they both look at her like, oh, why is that? And then Vicky's like, I was recently reading up that they got into a lawsuit and that some product of Diva Curl, it might be Diva Curl itself. I'm throwing this out there. I'm not sure if any of this is true or not, just what we were listening to at the time. Yep. Apparently, this Diva Curl product that they were using causes their hair to fall out or people's hair to fall out yeah i think it causes like hair loss if you use it a lot it's not good from the sounds of it these two were probably using it a lot so we started talking about that reggie was a little little on edge about that he was like oh my god i was gonna go buy some like yeah tomorrow <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he had to rethink his whole hair care routine all that stuff but anyways we got Reggie talking about his hair and stuff like that. And then finally he's like, all right, you know, as much as I'd love to talk about Travis Scott and my hair, you know, I got to go back to work. We're like, all right, see ya. And then, um, so we were sitting there, we're talking a little more and then kind of about random stuff. Lo and behold, the nachos come back with good old Reggie. Reggie oh, yeah. puts down this plate of nachos. It's a big plate, a heaping plate of nachos. I mean, I, I'm not sure poundage wise. I mean, it was probably the size of a pillow. Like it was a big boy for nachos. And me and Logan were not really that hungry. We just kind of ordered nachos just because, you know, you had to. It, you can never go wrong with nachos. <laughs> and we're sitting there. We all got our individual plates. I think I have a total of two and a half chips. Logan probably has three chips total. Yeah, not many. These girls housed the nachos. <laughs> it was like we were we were like picking here and there and then i look back and just the plate of nachos is gone all of it like absolutely gone like when we're talking size if you're watching this it had to have been at least like this long 
that wide and like that high. Like there were a lot of nachos. And it was loaded up. I mean, you had chicken, you had veggies, you had salsa, you had beans. Oh yeah. It was it was a great plate of nachos. Like oh yeah. Shout out to the yard house, because that, that was a fire plate of nachos. But then, you know, usually I was telling Sam, I was like, usually and there's nothing wrong with this, but usually girls are pretty timid on the first date, you know, like they they want to be like polite or whatever. Like it's not always I don't know. I guess some people have like an aversion to like just always be chewing on something or whatever it is. These girls were not afraid. They maybe they wanted dinner because it seemed like they didn't eat and those nachos came out and they just housed them. If they wanted to, they should have ordered dinner. Would have been more than happy. I think it was arranged. I mean, it was like it was like ten o'clock at night. I hope it, they ate dinner. I mean, they pounded through these nachos and I one hundred percent sorry. I one hundred percent respect the move. Yeah. It was such a power move. And like Logan said, you know, a lot of times you go on dates, girls don't really order food or whatever. These girls, they made it known on the vibe check, at least Vicky did, that she's a foodie. That's true. She likes food. And when the nachos came, they went through, they went for it, full scent with the nachos. And I, like I said, it was just funny because me and Logan were like, we had none of those nachos and it was a clean plate, but I respect the move. So heavy. I was actually kind of upset because I wanted more. Hey, I was hungry. First come, first serve. You snooze, you lose. Yeah, I guess I'll have to remember that for the future. <laughs> <laughs> so they are munching on the nachos, and then we start talking. Somehow this comes up with the the topic of religion. I don't exactly remember how this came up. I think um, Leslie's name is like a very Jewish name. I think that's right. what happened. So I think she made a comment about it. Um, and it was like, oh yeah, you, like you can tell I, like I'm Jewish or whatever. And I, I'm actually not that familiar with like, sometimes people see a name and they know like, oh, that's from like this, like heritage or whatever. I think I'm not good with that. I think Vicky also had like a Jewish last name, but Vicky is not Jewish. I thought it was Leslie had the very Jewish name, right, She, but then yeah. Vicky, for some reason, everyone thought she looked like she was Jewish. Right. And so they would always ask her that. That is correct. But like, again, I'm not good with this stuff. So like, I don't know. I couldn't like look at someone and be like, oh, that person seems Jewish. Like, I, I don't know. So we were talking to them about this and I just, I'm spitting everything out. I'm like, Vicky, Leslie, mainly towards Leslie because she was Jewish. I was like, that is so fire. So dope that you're Jewish because I think Jewish culture is so sick. They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm on TikTok every other day. I'm scrolling through. I at least get a couple bar mitzvah videos here and there. The bar mitzvahs that these Jewish people are putting on look unreal. Look like the best parties I've ever seen. There, I've only been to one bar mitzvah in my life. And it was when I was probably like, I don't know, 10 or 11. And it was sweet. It was like the best party I ever went to as a kid. It was I, awesome. I've never been to a bar mitzvah. And I was telling them that. I was like, man... I see these videos on TikTok of people getting after it at bar mitzvahs. They look so fun. They look so electric. You know, there's oh, yeah. this, if you're ever bored, there's this one video of Playboy Cardi at a bar mitzvah just rapping with this 13-year-old kid. Wow. It is unreal. I mean, these people get after it. I'm like, yo, I got to go to a bar mitzvah at some point in time. And then <laughs> Leslie was talking about her, is it bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah? Yeah, bat mitzvah, I think. About hers, how... I guess there's a theme that they normally do for bar and bat mitzvahs 
and her theme was all about Leslie. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh my god. So power move. Every single table that was there had a different number. And each number, they had pictures of Leslie at that age. So if you're table one, they had pictures of Leslie that were one-year-old Leslie. They had, if you know, ten pictures of Leslie when she was ten years old. And the theme was all around Leslie. And Leslie was just like, this is the worst theme I could have ever imagined. But she had no control. Her parents chose the theme. But yeah. I bet you it's still a sweet party. So, Oh, yeah, for sure. They go big at those. Another power move, just having the theme be all about Leslie. I mean, unreal. Yeah. I have no more words on it. <laughs> <laughs> so then I started talking about it because I grew up Catholic. I think Logan grew up Catholic. Yep, I yep. did. Went to Catholic school and everything like that. And I, we somehow stumbled upon talking about the whole, you know, when you're growing up, going to Sunday school. Because I think I asked Leslie about birthright that's where they go to israel for some sort of amount of time i don't know yeah. i don't know the specifics of it but yeah. we were talking about birthright and then they were asking oh like what do you guys do and of course every catholic person goes through good old ccd oh yeah and i had the pleasure of being able to experience ccd both in the northeast and down in texas and let me tell you they do things a little differently so up north it's kind of what you would imagine ccd to be like you're sitting there studying the bible or whatever you know, the priest comes down every once in a while. Very relaxed setting, nothing crazy. Down in Texas, they don't even call it CCD. I don't even remember what they called it. They, when I'm saying they have like a duplex just for recreation, it is unreal. They have like a literal concert stage with that can at least fit 600, 700 people. It was bigger than Memoir at Encore. I'm not exaggerating. Wow. It was bigger than Memoir at Encore, which is the nightclub there. They have this whole upstairs area where there's foosball tables, ping pong tables, Xboxes, Playstations. It's literally playtime when you go there. And then, like, you go there for the first 15 minutes, you have one of those, like, new age bands on stage that's like, Jesus, Jesus is my savior. And, you know, they got the band going. And this was you know, 2013, 2014 prime hipster movement where everyone's got the long beards on stage. You know, they got the fedoras and everything like wow. that. It's very new age millennial Tumblr era. And they, they should bring that to the Northeast because my CCD was like, I showed up to an old shabby building that also was like a, a tiny school and you just sat in wooden desks and like read the Bible. <laughs> so I would much prefer to go to the Texas version. I don't remember reading the Bible once during it. But so what would happen? <laughs> so we'd have all these kids like in the concert area and then we would have the youth leader up top. And she would mainly either they would bring guests that would talk to us or like she would be talk, talking to us about whatever. And then we would like break off into small groups and all these things. But they would do some like... They try to keep it as interesting as possible, but it was pretty unconventional. Some of the things that they would do. Like I remember one time they had like this big, huge board and you would like write down like your sins and then you'd fold it up. You put it on the board and like hammer it into the board. And then wow. there's people crying. There's people hugging each other. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, oh, my goodness, what is happening this here? It's like a cult. People are having revelations. And then I was <laughs> we were I wasn't telling them all about this stuff, but I did tell them this next part of the story. How? At one point in time, we would even play something called Human Musical Chairs. I'm not sure if anyone else has played Human Musical Chairs, but I was very... I don't understand it. 
why you would play it in the first place, especially at CCD slash Sunday school. They're like, all right, so we want all the guys to go out and get on one knee. So one knee's up, one knee's on the ground. We're going to play human musical chairs. So what happens is the girls run around in circles and they sit on the guys as the chairs. I remember this happening when I was 12, 13, 14. I'm just like, what is happening right now? Like, does anyone else think this is a little weird? And then all my friends are like, oh, no, this is this is sick, bro. Like, hopefully I get like Ashley or something like that. That'd be sick. I mean, this is this is we're talking about CCD here, right? Yeah. CCD. I mean, this sounds like something that like, you know, young, uh, maturing young boys, I guess, would like try and do with their friends as like a funny game because they like the girls or something like this is CCD. This is supposed to be about, you know, religion, right? Like, right. why are we playing human musical chairs? I'll never understand this. I'll never understand it either. People were eating it up. I was just sitting there the entire time. I'm like, what is happening right now? Like, <laughs> like th- these are the things that we have to do to get confirmed. Yeah. Like what? My mind was, I, my, my head was spinning. I had never heard these stories from Sam before. And he's talking about this stuff on the date. And I was like, this is nuts. Well, then that led me into another human musical chair situation. So, um, one of my really good friends from high school, he is another religion. I'm not going to talk about what religion he is or anything like that, but um, it is known in his religion that people date very young and they get married pretty young as well. And he was friends, of course, with a lot of the people that he went to church with and everything like that. And he hit me up one day and he's like, hey, I'm going to hang out with a couple of my buddies. Like, you want to come join along? I'm like, yeah, sure. Whatever. And I guess one thing that's pretty common for them is when they go on and like, let's call it hangout, but say if they go on a date, they go in like groups of three and four. So like three guys and three girls or four guys, four girls. This wasn't necessarily a date. I can talk about another date story with him on another day, but he was like, yeah, let's go to this person's house, all his church friends, whatever. We go over there, me and him. He's definitely, um, he's very like normal, I'd say. Like, you know, you meet a lot of these religious people that are like over the top religious and whatnot. Not a bad thing at all, but he's not one of those over the top religious people. He's very much, you know, very, very chill, very laid back, not not spreading the gospel or anything like that. Right. I've actually I actually met him once. um, That's right. And I can I can vouch. Very cool. Normal guy. Actually, he he, he was awesome. I enjoyed hanging out with him. He I'm not sure I'd call him normal. You, You know, if you're listening, you know. (laughs) he's funny though he's the man shout shout out you know who you are but we uh go to this like (laughs) we go to this person's house that he grew up going to church with one her dad was like a heisman trophy winner his dad was just chilling like i I was like what is going on right now and there's a ton of people there from his church and they're sitting there they're playing all these like weird like card games and stuff like that and me and my friend were just kind of hanging out on the couch just we're really just talking to each other because we both went there with the best of intentions in terms of like, you know, this could be a comfort challenge. We didn't really plan on going out, but we're like, hey, you know, people invited us, might as well. And then we got there and we're like, we're not having a great time, to be quite honest. We're looking at each other, kind of like have an awkward conversation with people. And then all of a sudden they hit us with the, all right, so you guys want to play human musical chairs? He's looking at me. He's like, Sam, like, you can't see what I'm doing on the mic, but I'm like shaking my head like he's... He's giving me the giving sign the, that we got to go. The nod to the door, like, let's get out of here. But I don't think he wanted to say anything because 
that could have put him in some sort of social political situation where, you know, it's high school. You don't want to be the guy that's like, let's leave. So I tell Cameron, I'm like, I'm like, I got this. I'm like whispering to him. I'm like, like, I just got a text. Like, I got to go. And drove us. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to say his name. <laughs> we'll bleep that out. Um, anyways, he's like, oh, you know, sorry, guys. But Sam just got a text. Like, he's got to go. We got to book it out of here. We get in the car. We're like, what's up with me? human musical chairs? Like, this is such a weird thing. Has anyone else ever played human musical chairs? Because I'm not, I don't know. Disco Inferno family, if you've heard of this, please let us know. I had not heard of it. Maybe it's a Texas thing. I I don't know. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Maybe we should try it out sometime. I'm going to take a rain check on that one. I think I'm busy that day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure, you know, people drinking in college would think that's a really fun game. Not quite the best for CCD, though. Yeah. I I don't know. I think a lot of people actually enjoyed it. I I did not enjoy it. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. (laughs) Anyways. Sounds like it would be awkward. It was very awkward, but we were talking about that. They kind of had the same reaction as Logan, because at this point I was on a roll. I was not stopping. I, you know, once I get once I get going, the kid gets hot. Yeah, <laughs> that's th- true. They're just sitting there like, what? what is this kid talking about? Like, oh, my goodness. Pretty sure Reggie probably came back two or three times and I was probably still rolling. Oh, yeah. And then, um, yeah, so we were talking about that. What else did we talk about after that? Anything Honestly, I don't think there was any like big name things that we really talked about after that. Um, it was mostly, you know, Reggie popping back and forth. Well, actually, you know what was happening? At this point, we had been there for a while. Mm-hmm. And Reggie was kind of like, guys, I can keep stretching as long as I can. But like, you've been here over the limit. So can you guys start wrapping it up kind of deal? Um, he didn't want to kick us out. I think he was having fun with us, too. And there was like no one else there at this point. But the rules are the rules. So. I think it was kind of getting to that point. I can't think of anything else really notable that we talked about. For the conversation? Yeah. I can't remember really either, but me and Logan were definitely doing a lot of the conversation for sure. Like we were talking a lot. Yeah. And that was because they kept just peppering us with questions, but yeah, which was good. And they were hitting us with some good questions. Yeah, they did. They did. I mean, you brought up, they, they got human musical chairs out of you. So that's, (laughs) that's pretty good, right? (laughs) So uh, we're walking out. As we're walking out, I decide to hit the bathroom and I walk in and there happens to be a big, ch- a big, pu- what am I saying right now? A big chunk or a big pile of some human chunks in the urinal. Yikes. That looked exactly like the nachos that we had just eaten. So <laughs> maybe it's good we didn't eat the nachos. I walked in. The- <laughs> I walked in there. I'm looking over. I'm like, who on earth just yacked in the urinal? Like, Why? Just why? And at this point, I had gone to wait outside with Vicky and Leslie. And I just remember we were just hanging out out there. And then Sam walks out. He just walks out the door just dying laughing. He's like, you won't believe this. And he, of course, took a picture. It was gross. I don't know why. I, I still have the picture. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> should I should I post that to Instagram? No. <laughs> Let me know, people. I got the picture. It's pretty gross. But... Oh, it's nasty. <laughs> so standing outside, of course, you know, that comes... The awkward closing time of the date. And at this point, we still have the disposable camera. And we're like, you know, we've been trying to trying to go on a little photo shoot here and there with people. People haven't really been biting the bullet. And they were like, oh, you know what? Let's let's walk around. Let's let's get a nice little photo shoot going. So we're like, all right, let's do it. So I'm not sure if they intended to be part of the photo shoot, but we pretty much gave them the disposable and we gave them a phone 
and said, start taking pictures of us. Yep. <laughs> so it was really a, uh, can you please take a photo shoot of Sam and Logan? Yeah. So we start walking around the Fenway area. You know, we got a lot of pictures. I'll start posting a couple of the pictures. We got some good pictures, actually. Oh, we got some great pictures. You've, pro- got- you've probably seen... Uh, maybe not. I'm not sure know. if I've posted any yet. I'll post a couple, but we got one where we're like crouched down on the street. We got one where we're next to the sick go sign. We're like posted up on this little, oh yeah, little thing. It's we got some great pictures. We out were of there. crushing out there. We and, were crushing it. And then we decided, you know what? We have had a little too much fun just by ourselves. We need to get the girls involved. So we are right outside Goodall Cask and Flagon, legendary spot. And there's a bunch of people waiting there for for Ubers. And we tap on this one girl's shoulder, and we're like. Hey, any chance you could take a picture of us? And she's looking at us and she's like, why? Yeah. We're like, what, what do you mean? Why? We're just asking you to take a photo. She's like, with my phone? We're like, no, not with your phone. Yeah. Dummy. <laughs> with our phone. And she's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I get it. Anyways. Um, so we're like, girls, come on, get in here. So we start taking some group photos with them. Great pictures, by the way, too. Yep. Great pictures. And I the- think I think that girl took a picture of the ground like three times too. <laughs> she was really struggling that night, I guess. Yeah, yeah. She didn't know what was going on, but we get those pictures. Then we start walking kind of around Fenway. So we start heading t- down Lansdowne towards good old Lansdowne Bar, House of Blues, oh, yeah. all that. We're just kind of talking about the night, complimenting us on our shoes, I remember. Oh, I mean, we dressed to impress, right? Oh, yeah. My shoe game is actually not that good, but <laughs> I do have one nice pair. So we were walking by. Then we take the turn to go to the other side of Fenway. And as we're walking by, we're walking by this nice party bus that is bumping. I mean, the music was, I I thought there was like a bar open. And at this point, everything was shut down, right? Like all of the bars we were walking, we were walking around Fenway. And so all the bars around there, all of them are like closed or it's just like, you know, like people like at tables. Um, It's not like the old bar scene where it's people going ham. Mm -hmm. And then we just hear this like, boof, boof, boof. And we're like, what is going on? We come around the corner and there are just kids milling about party bus parked in like this one dark spot where there was all this construction going on. So like no one's really driving through there. And these kids were just getting after it. And it was a Latin music too. Oh, Everyone yeah. was speaking Spanish. You know, they were bumping some bad bunny, some Anuel AA. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like it, they were getting down. And then Leslie is like, oh my God, I want to go in. And then I'm looking at them. and I'm like, let's go in. Yeah. I thought he was about to get on too. I was like, I, I'm not doing this. In my head, I was thinking comfort challenge, but at the same time, you know, with COVID and everything like that, I'm like, there's a lot of people in there. It was packed. <laughs> it was packed. So, and uh, yeah, that would have definitely made for a fun story for sure. It would have been wild. Yes. But I'm not sure that was going to be the best decision in the long run, but you never know. You never know. You don't, you don't. So we're walking by and then we get to this point and there's a parking lot and I'm like, oh, I almost got, I don't even know what happened, but I had to deal with a drunk guy that broke into my car over here. They're like, what? <laughs> I'm, so I dive into this story. So at this one parking lot, I went to a Red Sox game way back in the day. Me and one of my best childhood friends. And we decide it's time to leave the game. And we parked at this parking lot because it was very close. And it was a little expensive. It was like 65 bucks. We're like, we'll, we'll be good here. So we walk out. And we're going down into the parking lot, hitting into my car. And there's this guy just wandering around the parking lot. He's got to be probably around our age, early 20s, mid 20s. At this point, I was 21. And he is so gone. Like, when I say gone, you're looking into this guy's eyes. There's nobody there. He's slurring his words. 
he has no clue what's going on. He's stumbling, trying to get into cars, and he's like yelling at us. He's like, the cops, the cops are following me, the cops. And I'm, I'm talking to my friend. I'm like, let's go. Like, we got to move. Like, let's get out of here. We don't know what this kid's on. And then all of a sudden, he starts heading towards the car. He's stumbling or whatever. He's like, the cops, can you, can you take me down a block, please, please? The cops are following me. Take me down a block. I'm like, nope, sorry, buddy. We're not doing that. I'm like egging on my friend. I'm like, get in the car, buddy. Like, let's go. We got to move. This kid is like the slowest person on the planet. Like, he's always been slow. Meanwhile, he's got his door open and the drunk guy jumps into my car while his door is open. I'm like, you got to be joking me. Like, oh my goodness. So now I'm in the driver's seat. The drunk guy, whatever he's on, I think he was definitely on something else. He was either on ecstasy or cocaine and he was definitely drunk at the same time. I was like, guy, you got to get out. He's like, drive, drive. the cops are following me. Take me, to, take me down the road. I'm like, I'm not driving you down the road, kid. Like, it's not happening. Meanwhile, my friend is like standing outside, doesn't know what to do. And then finally, I get out of the car and I go over to his side to pull him out. And he's like, oh my God. And I don't know if this kid has something on him. Like, I don't know if he has a knife. I don't know if he's going to start throwing punches or whatever. So I'm trying to calm him down. I'm like, I'm like, calm down, calm down. There's no cops around here. He's like, are you a cop? I'm like, no, I'm not a cop. Just come out. So I get him out. I'm like, Patting him on the shoulder. I'm like, it's going to be going to be OK. It's going to be OK. I'm like, do you have a phone on you? He can barely talk. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he hands me his phone. I'm like, can you unlock this for me? <laughs> I don't know how he unlocked it for me. I immediately I'm going through his text and his call log. And I'm like, all right, this has to be like one of his friends. So I call him. So I call this guy on this kid's, kid's phone. He's like, yo, 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 like, wh- where are you, bro? Where are you? And I'm like, hey, I'm not sure who this kid is or like what he's on or whatever. But you need to come grab him because if he gets let loose. He's either going to get hurt or he's going to get arrested or he's going to hurt someone else. Who knows what's going to happen? He's like, he's like, oh, my God, like, where are you guys? I'm like, oh, we're outside this gate. He's like, he's not at the game. I'm like, no, he's not at the game. So um, he comes out. Meanwhile, we get to the section. Of course, there's like cops around and he's he's a little paranoid. He's just sitting there like eyes wide, like just trying to stay calm. I'm like, you're going to be OK. Don't worry. You're going to be OK. Finally, his friend comes out, a couple of his friends. And they're like, oh, my God, like are you okay though? Are you okay? He looks at me. He's like, I'm so sorry, bro. Takes his phone. And then they're like, we got to get out of here. I don't know what was going on, but like, it was such a weird situation at that point. Yeah, that's nuts. But how about you just diffusing the situation, right? Sam, the problem solver. I handled that not to toot my own horn. I handled that about as well as I think I probably could have in the moment. I was very calm. I was very cool. I was very collected. I wanted to make sure that this kid got home safe. It, like I said, he didn't seem like he was a harm, but you never know. What I wanted to know is why he kept, he was so paranoid about the cops. I was like, what the heck is going on? But yeah. That's a weird situation. It was a weird situation, but like I said, who knows what could have happened to this kid? He could have ended right. up in the wrong place and with the wrong people. He might not have been alive the next day. You right. never know. Yeah, no, I mean, shout out to you for, uh, Thankfully, I didn't get hurt. Getting out of the jam. My friend didn't get hurt, anything like that. It was it was weird. So weird. But thankfully, yeah, nothing crazy out of that situation other than a crazy story. But I was telling them that, and they're like, this is, that's a little weird. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I had to give them that little trip down memory lane. We keep walking, and then we finally decide, all right, you know what? We're back at square one by our car. We're like, all right, we got we to gotta finish this off. Give our goodbyes talk about how great of a time we had because it, it was a good date yeah we very did, enjoyable we enjoyed that it was fun and we 
we're talking to them and they're like, well, you know what? You sent us the vibe check. We got to rate you guys for the performance because we give you guys five stars, two thumbs up. We're That's like, what I'm talking about. Oh, well, we actually happen to have a uh, actually. No, we didn't make it at this point. No, we so so they asked us if, if we had a, a review form because they wanted to give us some feedback. Mm-hmm. And we were like, wow, we never thought anyone would ask to review our uh, dating skills. So we hadn't hadn't made one, mm-hmm. but we said, you know, we could make one of those. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so sure enough, we did. We made Vibe Check 2.0, rating the vibes. Exactly. Do you have it pulled up on your computer? Um, I actually do. I just have to re-unlock this Let's thing. pull it up. Let's see what they said word for word. Because there is one talking point that comes from yeah, this. Yeah, there is. There is. While Logan's pulling that up, we made sure, told him, hey, we need those pictures that you guys took of us because those are unreal actually have been using one of those pictures on all of the dating apps since then because it's such a good picture. And we happen to put one of those pictures into the Vibe Check 2.0. Exactly. And so... Oh, it's actually not even showing me the picture, but that's okay. Oh, there it is. All right. So we make the Vibe Check 2.0 rating the vibes. Um, If you're receiving this form, it means you've successfully completed a double date with two real ones, Logan and Sam. Congratulations. As part of our quest to provide the most immaculate vibes of all time, we would truly appreciate it if you took a moment to share some feedback on your experience. Positive reviews appreciated. Critical reviews respected. We want them to be authentic. Exactly. You know, getting compliments is nice, but it doesn't get you anywhere. You're looking for that critical feedback. We're out here trying to be the best of the best. And we're not going to get that just by handing us compliments. So, um, and yeah, so we had a on a scale of one to five. How was how would you rate your experience? They gave us a four. After telling us they were going to give us a five, they said five star experience, and then they tell us four. I mean, what's up with that? Hey, that's okay though. Unbelievable. Um, we did ask if, given the opportunity, would you go on a second double date with Logan Sam? Which they said yes, they would. Um, highlight what was the highlight of your experience they said pictures at Fenway so the photo shoot they actually enjoyed that that was good that is good and all things related to Reggie shout out Reggie for making this night a one to remember you know Um, next question what about your experience could have been better response perhaps you could have asked us more questions about ourselves question mark This isn't a large critique, but more to help you in future dates. We felt like we were asking lots of questions and driving conversations. When Logan told me this, because he was reading the results to me, I was like, you know, that is exactly what happened. But the reason because of that is because they had so many questions and they, we would stop elaborating on one thing and then they'd hammer us with another question. Yeah. Like when you just keep peppering us with questions, what are we supposed to do? Be like, actually, I have a Never, I'm not going to answer that. I've got one for you. Like, I guess we could, but. Well, yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, so we would get on a roll and then they'd ask another question and then we get on a roll and then they'd ask another question. So I was like, you know, it's kind of kind of a two way street right here. You know, right. So we're more than happy to have you guys have the conversation. We actually encourage that. But yeah, I mean, our original plan, you know, was to go on these double dates so we could hear about other people's cool stories, not about our own. But. You know, maybe maybe the feedback was true. As I think about this podcast that we're recording right now, 
we talked mostly about the things that we told them. Like we yeah. didn't talk a lot about what. They oh, told no, us. it's absolutely true. No, so, I, I have nothing, nothing against what they said. I'm just saying, you know, they said that we weren't asking many questions. We were doing most of the talking. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Seeing that yeah. we were getting so many questions. This is true. But yeah, I also agree. You know, we definitely could have asked more questions to them, but you know. Anyways, you, you, live, live, and you, learn. you live and you learn. So yeah. I guess it was good, fair feedback that, you know, we can we can take moving forward. Yeah. Like and I said, when, once the kid's on a roll, he gets hot. Don't let me get going. Yeah. You know, once he's got that heating up, you know, don't let him hit fire yeah. because boy, oh boy, are you in for it. <laughs> and the very last thing we said, if you have any other comments or feedback, please provide it here. And they said, we loved the no pressure just here with no expectations kind of vibe. Thank you for catering to our, catering to our ridiculous timeline. It was an absolute pleasure, and we wish you luck in your future dating endeavors. Um, our New York City offer still stands. They did say, because Leslie was moving down to New York, they're like, right. if you ever want to go down to New York, let us know. Hit us up. We could run it back. Double date number two in the Big Apple. Yep. Yep. And so. yeah, so that was that. Um Logan did get a text later that week from oh, Leslie. This was exciting. This was pretty funny. Hang on, I need to pull this up because, or I don't need the exact messages, but essentially Leslie texted me. This was probably, probably a week after our date. And she's like, do you know this person? And she gave me a name. um, And it was actually a kid that Sam and I went to school with. And sure enough, I did know him. I actually had a couple classes with him. I might have even done some projects with this kid. And it turns out Leslie had switched her her dating app profile location from Boston to New York City to, you know, see what the vibes were going to be like when she moved. And sure enough, she matched with this gentleman. And so she texted me first to see if I knew him. And then she was asking me, you know, oh, is he a nice guy? Should I go on a date with him, et cetera, et cetera. And of course, I said, full send you should go on this date. So I haven't followed up to see if they actually went on the date or not, to be honest with you. Um, but who would have guessed that our double date would turn into um, me becoming a matchmaker of sorts to assist with Leslie's future solo dating experiences. I'm very intrigued to see how that ended up working out. If at all, I think I'm going to have to text her. I would love to get the girls on the podcast. Might be a little difficult, well, one, I'm not even sure they'll want to come on the podcast, but two, might be a little difficult with one being in New York, one being up here, but we'll, we'll see if we can make something happen for mm-hmm. sure. But yeah, so that was double date number three. This was a very enjoyable double date, I will say. Yeah, it was. It was a great experience. We had fun. They were very nice people um, and we just enjoyed hanging out with them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's about it for double date number three. Like Logan said, very nice people, very enjoyable. And yeah, I don't really have anything else to add on to that. So I think with that, we'll call it a wrap on double date number three. At time of recording, I don't know what the next episode is going to end up being. But lo and behold, we're on a roll. We got a fourth double date. You know what Sam said, don't let the kid get hot. The kid got hot. I cannot wait to tell you about this next double date. (laughs) This is going to be a fun one. You guys are going to have to tune back into the next one because... I know Sam has many things to say. Oh, yeah. So stay tuned for that one. It's going to be exciting. 
I'm not sure if that'll be the next episode. Hopefully we'll record with Laura between now and then. We might throw in a couple random episodes, but we will get to double date number four. It's a good one. It's a doozy. Can't wait. With that, peace and blessings, peace and love to everyone listening. Hope you had a great listen. See you next time.